Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal worship and prayer practice for followers of Christ. Our call to worship today comes out of Psalm 71. I've taken refuge in you, Lord. Don't let me ever be put to shame. Deliver me and rescue me by your righteousness. Bend your ear toward me and save me. Be my rock of refuge where I can always escape. You commanded that my life be saved because you are my rock and my fortress. My God, rescue me from the power of the wicked. Rescue me from the grip of the wrongdoer and the oppressor because you are my hope, Lord. You, Lord, are the one I've trusted since childhood. I've depended on you from birth. You cut the cord when I came from my mother's womb. My praise is always about you. I've become an example to many people because you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise, glorifying you all day long. Don't cast me off in old age. Don't abandon me when my strength is used up. Yes, my enemies have been talking about me. Those who stalk me plot together. God has abandoned him. Pursue him. Grab him because no one will deliver him. Don't be far from me, God. My God, hurry to help me. Let my accusers be put to shame, completely finished off. Let those who seek my downfall be dressed in insults and disgrace. But me, I will hope, always. I will add to all your praise. My mouth will repeat your righteous acts and your saving deeds all day long. I don't even know how many of those there are. I will dwell on your mighty acts, my Lord. Lord, I will help others remember nothing but your righteous deeds. You've taught me since my youth, God, and I'm still proclaiming your wondrous deeds. So even in my old age with gray hair, don't abandon me, God. Not until I tell generations about your mighty arm, tell all who are yet to come about your strength and about your ultimate righteousness, God, because you've done awesome things. Who can compare to you, God? You who have shown me many troubles and calamities will revive me once more. From the depths of the earth, you will raise me up one more time. Please increase my honor and comfort me all around. Then I'll give thanks with a harp. I will thank you for your faithfulness, my God. I will make music for you with the lyre, Holy One of Israel. My lips will rejoice aloud when I make music for you. My whole being, which you saved, will do the same. My tongue also will tell of your righteousness all day long, because those who seek my downfall have been put to shame and disgraced. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Genesis, chapter 23, beginning with verse 1. Sarah lived to be 127 years old. This was how long she lived. She died in Kiriath Arba, that is, in Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abram cried out in grief and wept for Sarah. After he got up from embracing his deceased wife, he spoke with the Hittites. I am an immigrant and a temporary resident with you. Give me some property for a burial plot among you so that I can bury my deceased wife near me. The Hittites responded to Abraham, Listen to us, sir. You are an eminent man of God among us. Bury your dead in one of our own select burial sites. None of us will keep our own burial plots from you to bury your dead. 
Abraham rose, bowed to the local citizens, the Hittites, and spoke with them. If you really, if you yourselves allow me to bury my dead near, near me, listen to me and ask Ephraim, Zohar's son, to give me his own cave in Machpelah at the edge of his field. Let him give it to me for the full price to be witnessed by you as my own burial property. Now Ephron was a native Hittite. So Ephron the Hittite responded to Abraham publicly in order that the Hittites and everyone at his city's gate could hear. No, sir, listen, I will give you the field and I will give you the cave in it. In front of all my people's witnesses, I will give it to you. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed before the local citizens and spoke to Ephron publicly in the presence of the local citizens, if only you would accept my offer. I will give you the price of the field. Take it so that I can bury my dead there. Ephron responded to Abraham, Sir, what is 400 shekels of silver between me and you for the land so that you can bury your dead? Abraham accepted Ephron's offer and waited out for Ephron the silver he requested publicly before the Hittites, 400 shekels of silver at the current rate of exchange. So the field of Ephron in Machpelah near Mamre, the field and the cave in it and all the trees within the field's boundaries was a publicly was officially transferred to Abraham as his property in the presence of the Hittites and of everyone at his city's gate. After this, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave in the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field and the cave in it were officially transferred from the Hittites to Abraham as his burial property. Today's epistle reading comes out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, beginning with verse 32. What more can I say? I would run out of time if I told you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. Through faith, they conquered kingdoms, brought about justice, realized promises, shut the mouths of lions, put out raging fires, escaped from the edge of the sword, found strength in weakness, were mighty in war, and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured and refused to be released so they could gain a better resurrection. But others experienced public shame by being taunted and whipped. They were even put in chains and in prison. They were stoned to death, they were cut in two, and they died by being murdered with swords. They went around wearing the skins of sheep and goats, needy, oppressed, and mistreated. The world didn't deserve them. They wandered around in deserts, mountains, caves, and holes in the ground. All these people didn't receive what was promised, though they were given approval for their faith. God provided something better for us, so they wouldn't be made perfect without us. So then, with endurance, let's also run the race that is laid out in front of us, since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us. Let's throw off any extra baggage, get rid of the sin that trips us up, and fix our eyes on Jesus, faith's pioneer and perfecter. He endured the cross, ignoring the shame, for the sake of the joy that was laid out in front of him, and sat down at the right side of God's throne. Our gospel reading comes out of the book of John, chapter 6, beginning with verse 60. 
Many of, the, of his disciples who heard this said, the message is harsh, who can hear it? Jesus knew that the disciples were grumbling about this and he said to them, does this offend you? What if you were to see the human one going up where he was before? The spirit is the one who gives life and the flesh doesn't help at all. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, yet some of you don't believe. Jesus knew from the beginning who wouldn't believe in the one who would betray him. He said, for this reason I said to you that none can come to me unless the Father enables them to do so. At this, many of his disciples turned away and no longer accompanied him. Jesus asked the twelve, do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered, Lord, where would we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are God's Holy One. Jesus replied, Didn't I choose you twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He was speaking of Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. To marvel else for words Too wonderful for comprehension Like nothing ever seen or heard Who can grasp your infinite wisdom who can fathom the depths of your love you are beautiful beyond description majesty enthroned above you are beautiful description to marvelous for words to wonderful for comprehension like nothing ever seen or heard who can grasp your infinite wisdom who can fathom the depths of your love you are beautiful beyond description majesty enthroned above and I stand I stand Stand in awe of you. 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now let's enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud, whichever is more comfortable, depending on where you find yourself participating with us today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church around the globe. Help us to be unified in your mission today. May we be great representatives of Christ wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering, whether sick, injured, or oppressed today. May they feel your comfort, strength, and peace. And Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers today. 
Lord, we come to you not just with needs, but also with thanksgivings for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you for those blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words of God's power out of Psalm 74. God has been my king from ancient days, God who makes salvation happen in the heart of the earth. You split the sea with your power, you shattered the heads of the sea monsters on the water, you crushed Leviathan's heads, you gave it to the desert dwellers for food, you split open springs and streams, you made strong flowing rivers dry right up. The day belongs to you, the night too. You established both the moon and the sun. You set all the boundaries of the earth in place. Summer and winter, you made them. So remember this, Lord, how enemies have insulted you, how unbelieving fools have abused your name. Don't deliver the life of your dove to wild animals. Don't forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Consider the covenant because the land's dark places are full of violence. Don't let the oppressed live in shame. No, let the poor and needy praise your name. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was Beautiful Beyond Description, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm, Old Testament, epistle, and gospel readings were by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's episode was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.